0: This is John Grubbs. I am unmedicated with adult ADD. Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I teach, I challenge, I push you to go big, and I'm hungry for more in life. Today's podcast, today's topic is about reflection. How do you see yourself? What do you see yourself as in life? And the question is, are you an astronomer in life or are you an astronaut in life? Hmm, interesting question. Are you an astronomer? In the game of life or are you an astronaut in the game of life (sighs) last night I watched the movie first man again and if you've not seen this movie and you enjoy dramatic films about real life history historical uh, work that gives you a, a deeper Insight into the, the brief things that we read about and study in history books. This, mo- this book is a great, great use of your time. If you enjoy space travel, if you enjoy science, if you enjoy any of those topics, First Man is a movie that you need to watch if you've not watched it. And if it has been a while, I want you to watch it again through the lens of this podcast. And the dramatic film is a biopic of the legendary American astronaut Neil Armstrong's life from about 1961 to 1969 and it's about his journey to becoming the first human to walk on the moon and it explores the nation and Neil's sacrifices and costs during one of the most dangerous missions in space travel history. I want you to imagine the danger that they were facing. Just imagine computing science during that time. And it depicts the magnitude of risk from Armstrong's perspective that captures, well, mixed emotions and intensity regarding taking big chances in life. That's our topic today. What type of chances are you taking in life? In particular, one scene shows the letter, the actual letter prepared for the U.S. President to read to the public if the astronauts become stranded alive on the moon's surface. Wow. You see, getting to the moon was not nearly as challenging as returning safely back to Earth. There was a big, big chance that those astronauts would be stranded and die on the moon. Wow. And the movie also blends the social challenges of that time in history with the scientific commitment to something that would benefit humanity for generations to come. No matter what, we're doing. There are always going to be complainers. There's going to be people who, well, challenge anything positive. And we we give them a, a, a euphemistic term called haters. There's always going to be haters out there, no matter what you're trying to accomplish, especially if it means going big. The bigger you go, the more haters you end up with. And it's a It's an anecdotal reflection that I want you to think about. If you don't have any haters in your life, if you don't have any criticism in your life, are you going big enough? So from a personal perspective, there is much to unpack about this movie and what it means for us as humans. So here's a question. Do you see opportunities and admire the potential from the safety of your own comfort zone? In other words, Earth? Or do you see an opportunity like space and get an irresistible urge to leap? Hmm. Your comfort zone is Earth, and the big opportunity is space. Think about that for a moment. As we begin in 2021, ask yourself a powerful question. In life. Am I an astronaut or an astronomer? So let's define those. Astronomers are those who study objects in the sky including planets, galaxies, black holes, and stars. It is essential. It's an important role. It's an essential role since someone must be on the lookout for big things on a collision course with our precious Earth. And of course, you know, they use telescopes and cameras to observe the stars and objects in the sky. And these very smart people often use complicated math to make predictions and solve puzzles about these objects' movements and their locations. So I don't want you to think in any way that I'm minimizing the importance of astronomers in our lives. We need them. They're, they're essential. Even the astronauts themselves may not be able to do their work without the precious work of astronomers. But stay with me. If you're an astronomer, don't get, don't get upset about this. Stay with me because I think the analogy is going to make sense for you in the end. So what are astronauts? Astronauts are those who travel in space. While the term was for military-trained professionals, recent accessibility of space travel has seen the term astronaut now refers to anyone traveling in space, including people like you and me, civilians. And we are not too far from, well, space tourism, where people who have the means can pay money and actually go into space as an astronaut. How cool is that? So when it comes to opportunities in 2021, will you be a spectator or a player? Will you be an astronomer or an astronaut? I want you to consider the question seriously. What are you willing to risk to be successful? And following is one of my favorite quotes for perspective. So here's the beginning of the quote. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms? The great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who knows, at at best knows, in the end, the triumph of high achievement? And who at worst, if he fails, Or at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory or defeat. Wow, that's from Teddy Roosevelt. So, will you start playing the game of life, or will you remain a spectator? Will you get in the arena? This question applies to all aspects of your life. Will you get in the arena personally for your own personal growth? This could be educational. This could be physical growth. What about your spiritual growth? What about your familial growth? What about your professional life? The lens through which you make important decisions this year is your choice. Will you be a spectator or will you start playing the game of life? Will you watch others succeed or fail or will you take the risk to serve others? Here's the facts. You are going to face many opportunities this year. And the choice is your own. It is your choice. Will you say yes to the threat or will you remain in the comfort of the present? You know, the desire to be successful, however you define it, is simply not enough. You can't just hope success falls your way. You must be willing to take risks and get in the game Here's the reality The people who win are willing to take the risk of injury which is analogous for failure and the pains These are the people who win Those willing to take risk and endure pain are those who win And here's another quote From Mehak Fatima. Actions speak louder than words. And these words should be your mantra. Nobody will work hard for your dreams or ideas. And neither are they buying something you plan to do. Remember, no lives are improved just by thinking about the required improvement. If becoming a doer? It means you transform from an observer into someone who is living their life. You will stand above most people who are still talking about what they plan to do. Every one of you listening to this podcast you know, are thinking about capabilities. You had an idea that could change the course of your life. But the fear of practicing the idea has robbed you of your real potential. That's Mehak Fatima. Just do it. Just do it and deal with the consequences. Do it and deal with winning or do it and deal with failing. Either way, you succeed. And far too many people, far too many people complain about life circumstances. Every one of you know a complainer. No matter what happens, there's an excuse and a complaint. I was born poor. My parents divorced. It's their fault. I'm from a small town. I didn't have access to the things that other people had access to. English is my second language or my favorite all-time excuse for 2020. We are in a global pandemic. I am sick and tired of the COVID excuse. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) These are all excuses to remain a spectator in life. Let me say that again. These are all excuses to remain a spectator in the game of life. And as a business coach, I have learned that most people far undervalue their ability to be successful. So you say, John, what does that mean? That means you have more potential than you think you do. You have more opportunity for success than you believe you do. You can do things that your mind tells you you cannot do. We undervalue our own contribution to just about everything in life. I'm not good enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. And it's all hogwash. Enough for what? Enough to compare yourself to others or enough to be successful? Listen to this. The space between your ears is the space you must conquer first. It's that self-talk. It's tragic. I'm not good enough. No one will listen to my podcast. Did you know that this podcast is in the top 25% of all podcasts globally? And it's not for the reason you think. It's because so many people give up on their podcasts. I want you to become... The astronaut in your head. So what does that mean John? I want you to be willing to explore the frontiers. I call them the fear of your mind. Explore the fears of your mind. These are the thoughts you never share with others. You keep them tucked tidily inside your mind. You don't tell people that you're afraid. You don't tell people that you're insecure. You don't tell people that you're, well, hard on yourselves when it comes to something that you want to accomplish. You're already a skilled astronomer in your own mind. You're good at looking inside your head at what's going on. You see the opportunities, the planets and the stars of your mind. And you know you have blind spots. Those are the black holes of your mind. You don't know where they go. Listen to this. I want you to stop dreaming about success and start doing what it takes to be successful. No matter how wonderful, dreams are not productive without action. And you say, But John, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of what people will think. I'm afraid of failing. I'm afraid of whatever. Well, listen to this about bravery. Brave people do not lack fear. They're just as afraid of things in life as we are. But here's the difference: brave people act while being afraid. Brave people are afraid, but they step into the ring or they walk into the arena, they're still afraid they do it anyway. What you fear in your mind is likely the action you must take to become or achieve what you seek. Let me say that again. What you fear in your mind is likely the action you must take to become what you want to become or achieve what you seek in life. And people, there are many spectators who are willing to hold you back if you allow them. I call them boat anchors. And some of them are loving boat anchors, the people who love us. And in the movie, during the moon mission, many people complained about the vast resources the government was spending on success in space. Others complained about the risk of space travel for loved ones I don't think any parent would want to see their child going on that moon mission and I don't think any spouse would like to see their loved one go on that moon mission these are the loving boat anchors they hold you back and the movie depicts Neil Armstrong's mental struggle with the chance of never seeing his family again And one scene, one of my favorite scenes in the movie, he doesn't want to talk to his kids the night before, and his wife says, you've got to talk to them. You must talk to them. This might be the last conversation you ever have with them. You have to talk to them. And even though he was afraid of talking to his children, he stepped up again. And one scene shares his conversation with his children the night before the mission And listen to this. It ends with his son shaking his hand, shaking Neil's hand in fearful approval. It's so touching. The kids asked questions, and he was honest with them. And they knew the magnitude of risk that he was about to endure. And this small child, kind of as an indicator of that time in our history, instead of hugging his dad, He reaches out his hand to touch him, to shake his hand, to say, Dad, I approve. Wow. Wow. I don't want you to go, but I understand and I approve. How powerful is that? So here's the thing I want you to go big or go home in life. Life is too short. To play small ball. And your moonshot, just like Neil's, your moonshot might be quitting a dead end job. It might be starting a new business. Or it might be going back to school. Are you thinking about acquiring another company or starting a new product line? Could be your moonshot. It can also be publishing a song or posting your video on YouTube. It could be your moonshot. I watched a show uh, about the, uh, the police and Sting, the band from the 70s and 80s. And the band was struggling, and they were at the point where they were about to give up. And they published a song called Roxanne. If you've never heard Roxanne by the police, look it up. But when they released it in the U.K., it did not get favorable reviews. So the band took their moonshot. They came to the United States with hardly any money. And they toured around little dives and little small venues. And that song that the people in the U.K. did not like catapulted them to stardom on American radio. And what's so ironic is they got to go back to the UK as stars. People all of a sudden loved the song Roxanne. So just because people tell you your stuff isn't good doesn't mean it's not good. They persisted. They took a big chance. They took their moonshot. Whatever it might be, fear will be your indicator. What you are afraid of is likely what you should pursue. Somebody has to go first. Somebody must go first. Armstrong took his first step, that giant leap, on the surface of the moon. And I want you to ignore the spectators in your life. And listen, take your first step as an astronaut in the game of life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's certainly timely with the beginning of a new year. Refuse to be an astronomer in the game of life and choose to be an astronaut. To be afraid, but go anyway. I want to hear your feedback. If this podcast has given you just a little bit of what I call a, a nudge in the direction that you need to go, then I've accomplished my mission. You know, we have listeners all over the world, and you can reach me and learn more about my work at www.johngrubs.com. That is J O H N G R U B B S. You can actually email me and get in touch with me through my website. If you have a comment or a question or an idea for a show, I will respond. I will respond to all legitimate contacts on my website. There's also an opportunity for you to download one of my books for free. Yes, I give a book away for free. And there is links to my YouTube videos You can actually see me do this podcast. Some of these podcasts I share on YouTube. You can actually uh, read tons of the articles that I write. I write a blog. You can sign up for my blog. But do me a favor. As soon as you end this show, I want you to subscribe to the channel. And I want you to tell others about this show. All you have to do is put Crazy Enough to Win, and I'm at the top of the list for Google. And as I've indicated in the beginning, you know, I am an adult struggling with unmedicated ADD, and I love to chase shiny objects, so much so that I'm thinking about naming a new book, Chase Shiny Objects, because those shiny objects, those things that we chase may be the magic in life. This podcast is for people who are crazy. Neil Armstrong was crazy. He was crazy enough to win. Until next time.